Magical Mara Designs is proud to sponsor this episode of the Dub D Dub Review Podcast. If you're looking for custom, comfortable Mickey and Minnie ears, check out our designs or send us a message at MagicalMaraDesigns.com. Welcome to the Dub D Dub Review, and I'm your host, Chris Malik, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Stacy Nyman and Peter Ponacorvo. Guys, how are you? Good. Good. Thank you. How are you? Um, I Actually, at this point, we're, I'm doing pretty good, all things considered. Yeah, good. So I guess that's kind of uh, going to be the uh, underlying tone of the first part of the show is doing okay, all things considered, right? I mean, this is going to be a unique show because we're talking about a relevant topic, and we really don't hit on a lot of news stories, but obviously right now, there is one news story that everyone's focusing on, and that's the coronavirus. And... Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, okay. I thought we weren't allowed to say that name. Well, I don't know. I couldn't even say my beer on that show. Well, that was different. <laughs> and now you're just throwing it around I'm like it's no big deal. Throwing it around. But before we talk about how we're going to approach today's show, Stacy. You yes. did something yesterday that was really, really cool. <laughs> Tell everyone about what, what we did yesterday. Yeah, so I did something. That's all right. So um, last week at some point, I had played Candyland with Britta on a Facebook Live because I was just, she was being super cute and it was fun and I got a lot of views on it which I thought was really funny because people are obviously very bored if they took time <laughs> out of their day to watch Britta play Candyland with me. And it kind of struck an idea that it would be really fun to play a board game with friends virtually. So James, Jamie Price, and I were um, talking, I don't remember, maybe it was on that thread or something about how that would be really fun. And we said that would be really fun to do with Edcott. So we looked um, into different options and he had mentioned a few games. I had mentioned a few games we happen to have Outburst here, so I decided that I was going to put it out to the group to see if anybody would be interested in playing Outburst this weekend and got a lot of really positive responses. So a poll was put out, and I did a bunch of research on a good platform to do this on and found um, that Zoom was a good option. So I went ahead and purchased an unlimited plan for the month and um, got everybody invited to come to our Outburst party and to be honest with you, I thought that there might be three people who show up. I was not really wanting to get my hopes up that this is going to be super successful, but it was. It was really great. We had, um, Chris had counted at one point, it was 30-ish to 40-ish people, including all kids and spouses and everybody in um, different households. And we all just got together and had a really, really fun time playing a game. And I, I admitted online that I was pretty stressed about the whole situation i'm an introvert by nature and um i guess i'm an extroverted introvert but it's still stuff like this takes a lot out of me and um after we we hung up after we got off i we scott and i ended up finishing a puzzle together but i was up until 1 o'clock just completely still super hi, like hyper and everything so stuff like that i'm telling you it really does take 
a ton of energy from me, but then it replaces it with, with extra energy. So I should have cleaned the house or something like that. But, um, so so fun i will not be hosting next week i can do every other week if needed but i can't um i need some recovery time from something like that but i had so much fun i'm looking forward to a time when i can actually look at people's faces during the game and um interact that way instead of worrying so much that everything was falling into place but it was really fun so we invite you to come next week um i think that lauren shank is going to host um playing a game i can't remember what the name of the game was that she was talking about but um she's got it covered oh, wait, and wait, i remember cahoots um cahoots there we yes, go cahoots mm-hmm. so she's gonna she's gonna organize that hopefully put a post on edcot if you're interested um not sure if we're gonna do the same time zone or not but um or time period or not but just keep an eye out for it don't be shy i got a message from somebody not gonna name names rob hall but um, he was <laughs> feeling a little bit shy to come on and ask, no, don't be shy. Come in. We had so much fun. So join us. So, so I, when you were done, I, I immediately texted you and I said, Stacy, you did good. You did really good. I, I, I couldn't have been prouder. And it was like a mini indie Disney meet because we saw all the, right. We saw all the same faces and seeing JJP relaxing in, on his couch and like, that's exactly what like we need to do like three times a week, you know, for just so much fun to actually gather all yeah. those faces. So many laughs, so many, you know, you know, smiles. It was it was absolutely adorable. And I thought it was funny, too, that we um, Scott and I, after we we're talking about it, we're like, why don't we do this regularly? It's not like we're all friends in the same neighborhood and so sad we can't see each other this week. We can never see each other. Mm-hmm. You know, people live all over the place. Why don't we make this a regular thing? Maybe not every week after this is over, but um, I think it should be a, a regular thing a few times a year, even once a month. So, Well, how about this? Uh, after, well, at one point during our game last night, um, I got a message from my brother inviting me to a meeting on zoom cool <laughs> so um after we got done i actually hopped back on zoom and i got to see my mom and my brother oh, my sister-in-law nice. my my one nephew i even got missy to come out of the bedroom for like a couple of minutes and beyond so <laughs> that's the best it was impressive. i love it so i would like to say that like oh you know join edcott because we're a unique group and this is stuff you won't see but you know i think inherently just the characters we have that we know so well in this group, I think this is going to be something that sticks around even after this is passed because, like, there's just something unique about these people, you know? And here, JJP. JJP is, like, the uh, he's got such a big heart, and he puts out a really nice post today, and it almost brings you to tears that you think you got people, you know people, and you're like, you know what? This is exactly what a Facebook group should be and so much more than just a collection of people that, Hey, I like going to Epcot. Show me your favorite Epcot pin. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's so much more. So I love it. And I couldn't be prouder. And I'm looking forward to next week in Rob Hall. I thought the same thing. I was like, if there's going to be like 30 people, I don't want to take up any extra space or maybe make the bandwidth any less or have hard time. Like having the, I don't know, people concentrate because there's too many tiles in the screen. Just do it. Like, like it was so much fun. It was like trying to herd cats, and like we all oh, laughed. He- having having twenty five tiles on the screen right? was part of the fun. It is part of it. So it's so, like trying to figure out who's talking where, <laughs> and they all kept on moving around too. I was chaos. Like, Wait, 
That Sarah was, was there. Nuts. Where is she now? <laughs> like, wait a minute. No, Tra- I was trying to show Tracy. Wait, wait now. Okay, Tracy's over here. Wait, no, now she's over here. Wait. Yep, exactly. It was, it was fun. It was fun, though. If you didn't do it, join us. If we have 50 or 100, do it. It's so completely worth it and so much fun. And I love seeing all the faces and all the smiles. So it's awesome. Anyways, let's let's ch- change gears here. Oh, by the way, so next week, Stacey, was it going to be Saturday? Was that your date for this next week? I think so. I think that, well, I'll touch base with Lauren and see if um, she wants me to kind of, I don't mind coordinating things. So I'll see if she wants me to kind of coordinate stuff, put out another poll if we need to. Um, so just keep an eye on Edcott and that would be the best bet. Awesome. All right. So let's switch gears here. So the aforementioned virus that's going around right now, uh, there has been some updates. So we're going to talk about a few updates and then we'd like to actually kind of pose some questions that we've had in internal discussions about things we need to see addressed upon the reopening of Walt Disney World, the Disney parks, the spring stuff along those lines, things that are like at the foremost of our minds, which we're not trying to, I guess, breed uh, concern or, or anything, but these are things that like, okay, so if it's going to open, how are they going to handle this type situations? Mm-hmm. But before that, a new story came out, it might have been yesterday or the day before, that the Walt Disney World, and I'm going to read here from Disney, the Walt Disney World theme parks, the Disney Resort hotels, and the springs are currently closed, and a reopening date has not been identified. For guests who are interested in modifying their existing travel dates or making a new reservation for a future vacation, reservations are currently available for travel dates June 1st and later. So right now, if you're interested in going in May or you had a reservation in May, they're saying we won't even make a reservation for a new reservation all the way through June 1st. So there is no anticipated opening date in April and probably early May. Is that how you guys read the same story as me? Yeah, unfortunately. So if you've got a May 15th vacation right now, is this telling you to call them to cancel or is this telling you it's not going to be available or what would this tell you, Peter, if you had that May date for vacation? Uh, if, if they're saying May, I'm, I, I look, I'm not trying to tell anybody how to, to make their vacation plans. Cause that's not what I do. Mm-hmm. But if it's mid to late May, I'd wait a little while. Okay. Cause I, I know I've mentioned it. I actually have travel plans for a week and a half from now. Mm-hmm. I still haven't canceled yet. Okay. Because I'm really, I'm, I'm truly hoping I'm going to be able to go on that trip. Um, it, it may or may not happen. I'm probably going to wait until probably mid to late this week to make that ultimate decision. But. What happens if you cancel it and then they say, "Hey, guess what? We're gonna we're gonna open April fifteenth, okay? And then, or we're gonna open May fifteenth, and you're you're supposed to come in on the twentieth, and then you're like, oh, I just canceled my trip." But uh, the second news story we want to talk about, Stacy, you have some research uh-huh. here. So let's say you had a May fifteenth reservation, and you were like, "You know what? This is just too much. I can't get my head wrapped around that." Disney then released another blurb and they sent emails out to people, specific people and specific agents saying, if you want to cancel, we kind of got you covered here for something. So what do they got? Yeah. 
Yeah, so I'm going to kind of, I'm going to read from InsideTheMagic.net. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and read. It's not very long. We at Inside the Magic were notified this evening of the great news that Disney is helping out those who have, were impacted by the theme park closures, those who had to postpone their Disney World vacations, and those who don't yet know if their vacation will happen be able to happen given the indefinite closure of disney world disney contacted walt disney world vacationers who had booked vacation packages as well as authorized disney vacation planners about this deal the offer was only emailed to the eligible guests guests who were ineligible did not receive news about this offer and that is that um people who were impacted by the closures um will be given a free Disney dining plan. So it says that um, eligible guests can take advantage of a vacation package that offer offer that includes accommodations to select Disney resort, hotel, park admission, and a Disney dining plan. Valid for arrivals most nights June 1st through September 30th, 2020, when you book through May 31st, 2020. So that would be if you had canceled or if your trip was canceled by Disney and you rebook, if you rebook between June 1st and September 30th, you will get this dining package added on to your um, added, added on to your reservation. I believe there is a ticket stipulation for that as well. Um, uh, two two day minimum, fourteen day maximum. I believe is what I saw. Perfect. And it's and it any kind of ticket. Include, yeah. 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 And it does, base does park hopper cap, doesn't matter. Sites. Right. Um. So, and I'm trying to see if there's anything else that is. Uh, it says this offer is valid only for guests who booked a vacation package or room reservation to stay at Disney Resort Hotel from March 16th through May 31st, 2020, even if the park opens before then. Offer not valid for reservations canceled before March 1st. So if you canceled before thinking this was going to happen and it did before March 1st, unfortunately, you'd be out of luck for that one. But if you do fall into this, um, into this and you have not received any emails about this i um would contact your travel agent or call disney direct to see um what's going on with your eligibility with this so so let me put that same scenario back to you guys now so let's say you got your may 15th vacation and you have flexibility during the summertime this would want to make me cancel my reservation right now if not just for a little more time to figure out what's going to happen but also to add this dining package on I mean, right. would you yep. so i mean at this point that would be an encouraging side to that uh, i mean uh, who, who knows what's going to happen but at least they're trying something and i and i could appreciate that they're trying something um because there were a lot of people obviously disney isn't in control of this <laughs> you know they're, they're getting exactly. they're getting obliterated like the rest of the country is right now in terms of revenue and in terms of staffing and in terms of a million questions but here is something for everybody who potentially had their one and only trip to Disney get, you know, get, get squashed by this. So awesome. Um, good on them. It does not affect if you had a DVC reservation though. And I'm not saying that like, Oh, but I mean, if you had a DVC, it doesn't apply. So it had to be for a cash reservation for a, a Walt Disney world hotel. Right. Okay. So here's the questions. Then Uh, we all made a little bit of a list here. We've got a few things written down about, when the parks reopen, let's assume this date is June 1st, which, again, that could very well be adjusted as well, too. I don't think there is anything specific about any of the announcements anyone is making in the United States right now. But right. theoretically, June 1st, the park opens. We had some questions about what would be done 
you know, to ensure safety and whatnot. So we thought we'd go through a list. Again, we're not trying to to breed uh, uh, nervousness or, or, or put any conspiracy-fueled questions in your mind. Just just relevant thoughts if you're taking a trip. So um, do you guys want me to go first? And then we can go from there. Is that cool? Sure. Sure. Yeah. All right. So my first question, first and foremost, is even if this passes, so let's assume this all passes by June 1st, and I'm not sure how that looks if it's a vaccine whatever we're we're just going to ignore that for now june 1st we're back open but are we and how do the parks handle social distancing so let's assume that there is a vaccine not everyone's received it how do you handle social distancing because the demand the crush on june 1st is going to be like monumental think of everybody who's sitting at home right now and like their goal is you know, I just need a vacation. And that crush is going to be huge because it's already summertime and that's already a a huge season. So how do they practice social distancing? Are they limiting the amount of people into a park? Are they going to that phase closure early? You you know, your thing, Stacey, where like people are too close to you or Peter, you know, stepping on your feet. Mm -hmm. How do they, how do they enforce that? Because, you know, I I don't know. I, I don't know if the trajectory says, okay, we're back on June 1st. Everything is normal from this point forward. Mm-hmm. Gather like, you know, gather like we used to. I don't know if that works. So what do you guys think about that? Is that even a question that needs to be addressed or or, or what? Yeah, I, th- I think so for sure. Um, <clears throat> I think that hopefully maybe they're already working on these types of things, but something like the virtual queue that they use for Rise of the Resistance is gold for this type of a situation, you know, people can um, still make their fast passes. If they don't get a fast pass, maybe there's a virtual queue for an attraction um, just to limit the amount of people that are crowding into one area at any given time Mm, would be, would be a really good thing. I don't know how easy or hard that is to do. I'm sure it's not easy, Um, but I think that that would be something that would be extremely beneficial for a situation like this pete could they could they control the amount of people in the park and they limit it make it a smaller amount of people in the park um could they absolutely will they that one's harder to answer because that will then affect the bottom line mm-hmm. it's going to affect profits and if they're going to be if they'll if they're going to be hurting after all of this is over because of the money they've lost during all of this, are they going to be willing to continue to take a loss in profit? And what does that mean for ticket prices? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, it, it's that's hard to do. I, I could see, you know, phase closure being a little more aggressive. Okay, quicker. Yeah, but I it, I don't know if they're gonna. It's hard to it's hard to say. I mean, honestly, it really is because I don't know what I don't know what they're gonna do. None of us do. So I don't obviously work in a situation like this, but I do work in the entertainment industry, in the recreation industry, as on a golf course. So in peak season, we start off a golfing foursome every eight minutes. So every eight minutes in the first tee, a group tees up eight, eight oh eight, eight sixteen, eight twenty four, and so on and so forth. During this time, for a while, Illinois was 
potentially trying to get ourselves back open before they reissued a new statement. We're closed again. We're under quarantine. We were going to move to 10 or 12 minute intervals. So voluntarily, we were going to put less people on the golf course to establish social distancing only because we know that there, I don't think we feel like there's going to be a date where it's like, this is clear anytime soon. Like there's a new norm and a new reality we kind of have to get used to and bring it back down slowly. So we already accepted we were going to take, we were going to eat less of the apple pie because we couldn't eat the same amount as we did last year, but some is better than none. And that's kind of the way we looked at it. But you're right. I don't know if Disney thinks that same way, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What, what do you have, Stace? What do you have, Pete? Um, well, I mean, for me, pardon me. Um, I know, like, they had already been doing the hand sanitizer in the rooms and things like that. I really feel like that needs to continue. To, and maybe even expand to periodically throughout the parks, there's hand sanitizing stations where you can just go up and get some hand sanitizer or a hand washing station here and there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's not like it's going to cost them a ton of money. And just the the peace of mind that will give a lot of their guests, I think, would really come back to them. Yeah. Financially. Yeah, I think that maybe even at the end of each ride you know at the end of each attraction have a station possibly or how about the beginning of each station exactly that's what i was going to say possibly even at the beginning and maybe one in if especially for for queues that build up with i'm thinking like space mountain and flight of passage and things like that have one in the middle as well um i think people will definitely be using them so that's a great idea sort of like a porta potty type temporary hand wash station like you'd see like a flea market or something pete is that what you're like at a flea market or like you know a big music festival they'll have those like portable sinks and stuff that Mm. are out by the porta potties yeah stacy i know i'm sure you've seen them at the races and stuff where they're just kind of like a freestanding little sink yep okay you know in disney being disney I'm sure those portable ones would only last so long until they became permanent ones where they could theme them and, you know, make it so it isn't so intrusive. Right. Well, anything too. a lot of the restaurants don't have bathrooms inside the building. You have to go out to use the bathroom. Yes. And a lot of people just don't do that. You know, like they will maybe hopefully opt for hand sanitizer instead of doing nothing. But I'm sure there's lots of people who don't wash their hands before they eat um but having those maybe at each restaurant even a hand washing station um that would probably be huge um undergoing but uh it would i think create a lot of it would help the situation a lot I have that on the list, Stacey. You're exactly right. A lot of the, even the quick service, think about when you stand in line for a Dole Whip, where's the nearest bathroom? You're like, okay, it's back about uh, 150 yards back in the other direction. Ah, heck with it. Let me just, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and you're like, okay, I'm just going to get in line. And y- yeah, like, like I think in every food cart, quick service, there needs to be one a little closer just for peace of mind. You know, I had that myself. So. What do you well, have? I mean, you're handling money too a lot of oh. times, and so that I mean, a lot of people have the magic bands, but even if you've just washed your hands before getting a line to get a Dole Whip, by the time you're done getting your Dole Whip, you've you're you're dirty again. So, mm-hmm. Stacy, what do you got? Um, I have this kind of goes along with one of my pet peeves, also 
maybe lowering the number that's kept in holding areas before shows, um, maybe doing some sort of phasing where they, you know, have less people in those areas. That's where I feel like you're crowded a lot is, you know, fill in all the available space, everybody fill in all the available space, move to the walls, move to the walls. Um, maybe lessening up on that a little bit, letting less people in and then um, kind of phasing in another group after that group has moved into the theater or wherever they're moving into. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, perhaps delaying the show, allowing it to build, you know, a little more from the street in than, right. than, than mm-hmm. cattle, cattle, like, like in the bullpen there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You mentioned something earlier that I have a note on. Does Walt Disney World, do they go to a completely cashless system? And mm-hmm. it's magic band and chip only where they won't accept cash because the golf course, we're going to do that. We are going to. I, I was thinking that same thing. Like we have to. What if they just nix cash altogether? It's it's quite possible. I think my, I think of my father. My father only I don't know about your guys parents or whatnot, but my dad only paid cash for things. Like they never had a credit card. They only had a debit card. They always had cash. So this might be difficult for some people, but like in terms of me just taking my American Express, putting the chip in, pulling it out and like I'm good cuz you don't even need to sign it. You haven't needed to sign it actually for mm-hmm. a few years or just magic band everything. That might be a, a realistic chance for you not to have to dig in your wallet or exchange. You're like, right. here's your change, sir. It's 27 cents. You're like, ah, <laughs> just you keep it. I don't want it, you know? It's yours. The, the thing that I think there might be some pushback with that is servers. Gotcha. Because, I mean, I can tell you from talking to a couple of my friends that are servers, they hate getting credit card tips mm-hmm. because they have to wait for that money. You know what I mean? Agreed. You know, I do agree. But right now, and I'm not being... A it's sp- better than not getting any it's money. zero. I get that. You know? I, I entirely... I get that completely. Yeah. But I just mean, like, playing devil's advocate a little bit. I can see where that might get a little bit of pushback, too, though. Mm-hmm. Not saying I don't agree with doing it. I'm just saying it may not be... It's valid. It completely what valid. everybody wants to see. I wonder if in the world of tips, too, I don't know enough about this right now, though. I, I mean, we do obviously have bartenders, beverage cart drivers and stuff at the course. I wonder if the tip percentage is greater in cash or greater in credit card. Because sometimes if you have a big group, obviously it's an automatic, you know, added on to it. Right. But I, I wonder if people are more inclined to tip larger with cash than with credit card i'm sure there's a social study or someone's listening that would have that answer so let us know you know if if that would affect the quantity or the percentage i would think probably because whatever cash you have you're not going to leave a tip and then ask for change on that tip Mm -hmm. i know i've done it where i was like uh you know tip should be like 17 dollars. i don't want to have to ask the server to break a 20 yes to leave the tip, so I end up throwing the twenty dollar tip down. So you're tipping like twenty five or, or you know twenty eight percent. Yeah, you yeah. might be you're, you're you're tipping a little more for the convenience of not having to ask for change. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Have we ever felt happened. as a country, Peter, that we've ever been more like like in debt and need the people that work in the food service industry. And then you realize the trickle down effect of people you never thought about before, like the UPS driver and, and not even like the people in the healthcare industry, which are obviously the front line right now, 
But like the checkout person and the stocker and the person who works, Michael works at Publix, you know, how valuable and how needed they are in society. And you never really thought about it until the moment like, I need to have food. Yeah, they need to sell it. And they're putting themselves with no PPE gear, checking you out like, like, holy cow. So major credit and props to those people. Oh, my gosh. All right. What else do you guys got? Peter. Stacey, go ahead. I, okay, so I have ahead, one. Um, another, it kind of goes along with the holding area, but it's the buses, how they pack people so tightly on those buses. Oh, good one. Buses is one place that once you're in it, you can't escape. So if I was in a crowd waiting for Muppet Vision and I was feeling like, oh gosh, there's too many people, I could, I could leave. Um, you can't leave on a bus and you're there. So I I would appreciate if they would either get more buses out, use utilize more of those buses to alleviate the crowds um, or just be realistic with the wait times and just make it, you know, let us know that we're going to be waiting a little bit longer so that we don't overcrowd those buses. Actually, I was that was going to be my next thing was, you know, give us more accurate wait times because that's how we know how crowded an area is. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, whether it's wait times for the buses or wait times for an attraction. You know, if if you're telling me it's 40 minutes and I walk up there and the line is out the building and it's, you know, 200 yards beyond. That's not 40 minutes. I know that. Mm-hmm. I'm not dumb. Mm-hmm. But if you look at my Disney experience, oh, yeah, it's a 40-minute wait. I do have to say that I have a little bit of anxiety thinking about the onslaught of, of people that are going to descend upon the parks. And like the bus one, Stacy, that's one that people wouldn't think about initially until you're literally looking at that line and being like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be trapped in the bus with all these people. Not that like we're all yeah. germaphobes. We're all like Howard Hughes now with, you know. No, for real. I yes. think that there's going to be a, some post-traumatic stress disorders going on. I mean, like. Even when I watch TV, if I see people touching each other, like I get a little bit of anxiety over it. And so I think that there's going to be that. I think people are going to be having some anxiety. Like we're going August 1st is our trip. And I think that we are going to be driving for the most part um, where wherever we go. Everywhere. Minus yeah. maybe, maybe not Magic Kingdom because that's just such a pain. But um it's probably that's probably going to be what we do mm. just because I can't uh, the buses already kind of are annoying and stress me out. It's so convenient and it's such an awesome service that they provide. But um, that plus the people factor, I think we're just going to drive. Stacy, I can guarantee you where the lines won't be that long, at least at a specific point in the day, though, for you, if you're driving. Uh-huh. Uh, the. The uh, the queuing line over at Wawa for pretzels and donuts. I can. Oh, you are correct. That's uh, actually probably I, very very true. I, I, I'm just gonna say that. Okay, <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Peter, did you have anything else, big guy? Um, I did. No, I lost it. <laughs> okay, I've got one here. Then let me let you rethink yours. This is like now we're not germaphobes, but we're kind of getting there, you know, at this point. And everyone says it with kind of like a wink. Things that we used to consider without even worrying about it now, because my, my mind is so goofed up recently, I think about like when the Big Thunder Mountain roller coaster comes into the station and all of a sudden 
the lift bar just flies open. People run out. And then all of a sudden the gate opens up and you run back in really fast. And I'm like, oh, man, wait a minute. Hang on. Should I take a, a, a wet wipe and, like, do the bar? Oh, gosh. Yeah, you're right. You know, <laughs> and, and, and the seat. And then you think about that. It's like, okay, that's just Big Thunder. That's not Dumbo. That's not Space Mountain. That's not – and you're like, ah, you know, like, like, like paralysis at that point. So I know we're getting to the point where, like, that sounds just crazy. Just talk yourself off a ledge. And it is. But is there any measure that Disney's going to implement maybe once every 15 minutes – once every 30 minutes, once every hour where the staff comes by with and, and you know, cleans off the, the, the lap bars or the restraints for something like that. It doesn't have to be every time. Obviously, that's not going to happen because the loading, unloading times would be insane. But will that happen with a little more regularity? It's probably something to be considered because, you know, they function on getting people through the ride every hour. You know, it's just it's right. a number of riders. But they may need to slow that down in order to ensure safety. And I'm not saying it's yeah. every time, but but yeah, think about that. And you're like, do I have to buckle that seatbelt? Oh, hang on. Oh, man. You know? Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, that hopefully that, I mean, I, I assume that that's probably what they're going to have to start doing. Hopefully that if they add some hand sanitizer stations at each attraction also, maybe that, you know, they'll cut down in a lot of the yeah now i'm thinking about that i'm like yeah everybody's so sweaty during the summer months i put that in your mind i'm sorry i'm sorry we will not be re-wearing any clothes we'll be washing all clothing before wearing it the second day i'm so sorry uh you know that i want to buy stock in purell right now you know purell is kidding right i want to own own half of that uh pete what do you got buddy you got did you remember it um no okay i i well, I'm, okay, I just came up with one. I know towards the most recent time that the park was open, they were skipping the fingerprint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That might not be the worst thing in the world to continue. Uh, I know they're not going to be thrilled about the possibility of people trying to use somebody else's pass, but, um, hmm. you know. Yeah, that is really true because – when you use your fingerprint to get in, you are just so focused on getting in. You're in. There's no way people are going to go use the fingerprint thing and then go immediately go wash their hands. Um, right. Unless they put the hand sanitizer right stations there. outside of, yeah. you know, put five or six of them scattered throughout the, you know, after you exit that area. But, mm-hmm. yeah. When they, when they clean a hotel room now is, I'm sure, sanitizing the remote sanitizing the handles, sanitizing things as part of their process. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw the small 10-pack or 20-pack or of Clorox wipes end up in your hotel room alongside the toiletries from this point mm-hmm. forward with a note saying, your room has been cleaned and sanitized, but feel free to apply these at any spot you feel, you know, or mm-hmm. may, may concern you. But, you know, the level of sanitizing, when you go to a hotel room, you just take it for granted the room's clean. But that's something to be considered is is now the level of sanitizing, you know, at a hotel room. And yeah. we hope a Disney resort is clean. But, I mean, there have been rumors and reports of things like bed bugs. But it happens everywhere, you know. But that's right. some, something. I have one more. And there's going to be super cute little hand sanitizers, I'm sure, with little Mickey Mouse heads all over it in every hotel oh, room. Oh, they've already got that. They're already also. thinking about that, right? <laughs> They're yeah. so, they've been selling those. They're just going to be in every single shop now. Yeah. 
Will they be? I wonder if if you've bought do, like are you talking about like the Bed Bath and Beyond or the Bath and Body Works one, Pete, where it's like in a little like uh um like plastic rubber yeah a little clip-hole. rubberized holder a if, little like rubber lanyard type thing. I don't have any, but if you have it, let us know. Look at the back of it. What is the alcohol content rating of that? You know, I know it's got to be above what? What is the number, Pete? Is it like seventy percent? I think it's sixty-two percent is the minimum alcohol. Gotcha. Yeah. I know Bath and Body Works is because we have some of those, and I checked. Um, okay, I would imagine that Disney would also. Have... I, I would, I would think so too, as well. It'll probably be made by Purell for Disney, and they'll just add like glitter or something, or yeah. it'll be a normal Purell thing inside with Disney branding, and mm-hmm. the holder itself will be what's kind of themed. Maybe Disney will now be sponsored by Purell. That would be a good partnership right there. So little yeah. Beatrice has got this one called like electric unicorn or whatever it is, this hand sanitizer, and it comes out sparkly and like fluorescent color. Oh, I need that. And I looked at her and I was like, <laughs> what is that going to do against Corona? And then I looked at the back. Sure enough, even this crazy one, it was like 70% alcohol. And I was like, all right. Then. Right. I was thinking it's like 8%. I was like, come on now. <laughs> you know, what is that going to do? But it was okay. So there's a really good chance it is above you know the required number um stacy you got anything more um i don't think so i think i've i've gone through my list i have one more what do you do about disney springs because it's free and there's no crowd control per se what do you do in the stores because a lot of the stores in chicagoland have numbers like they won't let more than 10 in there won't be more than 50 so what do you do in a place like that when it's harder to control because you have different access points and there's no ticket required are they stationed at each point you know obviously the hand sanitizer and and stuff but do they limit the number of people in the stores or in the springs entirely until they have a better handle it's something because honestly it's it's designed if you didn't go to the parks and you just want a little taste of disney we want you coming here we want you spending money in each of our shops right another thing to think about yeah, and I think for a while they probably will do that. They'll have, you know, now, that the limit set up, but yeah. So here's the funny thing. If we were going to like Great America, we're going to throw Great America under the bus, Stacey. I don't know if they're going to have answers to all this when it opens up. I really don't. Right. But I do feel like if you're going to Disney after, say, June 15th, July 1st, August, September, whatever, I do feel like there's already these answers have already been given. And the solutions, Absolutely. you know, like I know it's going to be taken care of. I know they don't have to go and, and worry about that, which is it's funny because it's just a company. I, I, I could be wrong, but my confidence level is so much higher with knowing it's going to be taken care of there. Absolutely. Yep. Peter, uh, I do have I have a, one one thing I just yeah had been thinking about earlier, and I, it's already been said, and those that have APs, I'm sure already know this. Um, you're you're paying for your AP if you're a Florida resident you're still making your monthly payment but your expiration date on your AP is changing mm-hmm. if you however long the parks are closed that additional amount of time is being added to the end of your annual pass mm-hmm. so if they're closed for two months You've paid for it, but you're actually going to get an additional two months at the end of your expiration date on your annual pass. And that was an awesome bonus for us because we um, are doing Marathon Weekend this year coming up. And 
we're planning on doing it the following year as well but we were going to have to get tickets so this has covered us for both marathon weekends so i know that for um people who do take winter trips this has this has worked out pretty well for them if there can be a silver lining yeah yeah i mean that's that's something else we got to try to you know kind of embrace is we got to try to see the positives that are going to come from this i know there's not going to be a ton of them i understand that but you know if if it helps somebody else get an extra trip or you know maybe it just in general makes the parks a little bit safer for people with health problems to be at mhm that's a great point peter then then it's 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 yeah we've all gone through something that's not been fun and you know but at the same time, hey, at least something good is coming out of it. Somebody's going to benefit from it in some way. Yeah. Not necessarily a financial benefit, mind you, like for companies and things. But, you know, someone with a health problem that didn't feel comfortable going to the parks before, they may be more comfortable trying to go to the parks after this. That's a great point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that that people are just going to be so much more careful than they ever have been. And we're learning so much about things. I mean, what are we going to all do? Regress and be disgusting once this is all over? No, hopefully not. Hopefully we'll learn. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully not. But you never know. I'm going to be disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to wash my hands one time. Wiping our noses on stuff. (laughs) All right. So let me, let me close with this one question to you guys. And I want to commit money of yours to this, like mine, non-cancelable. You've got a trip coming up. I know Aunt Stacey for you, it's it's August, but it really is. I mean, you you can cancel that one, but non-cancelable. You've got a trip coming up. What is the date in your mind? That trip is booked four you have to drop two thousand dollars which is low for disney believe me that's like easy vacation money yeah that's cheap right cheap trip so when are you absolutely 100 percent resigned in your mind to spend two thousand that's non-cancelable on a vacation and let's just say it's not even disney let's say you're planning a trip to uh wisconsin dallas or wherever when are you absolutely 100 percent comfortable spending that money knowing that you won't get that money back is there a date for that stacy Peter? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Um, and I think we've had a similar question to this on a previous show. And it's funny. It's, it's not funny, but it'll be interesting to see how our answers have mm-hmm. changed. It, everything's changed, you know? Yeah, I I honestly am a little bit concerned for our trip in August. Um, so I'm going to say, but then I'm going to say September is when I would probably be comfortable confident but then you get it's yeah it's there's so many different variables Mm -hmm. peter what about you buddy um for me it's a little different because i'm not having to pay to come to the parks Mm -hmm. like you guys do Mm -hmm. um honestly I'm, i'm looking forward to that like first week or two that the parks are open because i know we're not gonna have a huge amount of travelers in the area at that point. So I'm going to get to enjoy the parks at a relatively low capacity as a local. Um, But like, and again, this kind of goes again to my viewpoint on it being different than everybody else's because of my, my past experience in history. But like, I'm honestly, I'm still 
good with going on my trip in another week and a half. <laughs> because I, I honestly, I feel like the planes are cleaner than they ever have been. You know, um, people aren't traveling like they were. So I know I'm going to have plenty of room in between. Okay. The airlines are doing things to social distance on the planes. You know, center seats aren't being sold, I believe. They're they're only selling every other seat. I don't know who is doing that. <laughs> I think Stacy got caught up in a, in a in a tornado or something. Stacy forgot the Oh, sorry. I was I was flipping <laughs> I was flipping the page of my um of my notebook. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> so, so for but you, Peter, it, the, the answer is next week. It, uh, yeah. Wow. It, 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 again, I have a different viewpoint because of my past experiences. Yeah. Now, if my mom, if you ask me that question for my mother, okay, who's has a compromised immune system because of health concerns. Mm-hmm. I don't want her traveling any more than necessary. Probably in, I'm going to say like June, July. Okay. Which would be along Disney's thought process too. We're hoping, but I still think those dates, even the best information we have here and we're giving you guys today, like everybody else, what we say now on Sunday, right. this is the information we have today. In three hours, it's moot. It's irrelevant because it's, there's yeah, it's going to change again. Correct. So you know, I did research one more story here, and I won't release it. I was looking at what is the how does the pH effect of chlorine uh, affect the sanitizing and safety of a pool? And then I got down that rabbit hole, and I was like, yeah, let me just bury that story. <laughs> let me just take care of that one and not worry about that today. So, anyways. Hey, you know what? If we didn't think of something that's a concern of yours and you're going on a trip, you're like, oh, I can't believe you didn't think about the X, whatever X is. Let us know because, you know, we're not panicking. We're not overreacting. But these are valid concerns. And whether or not, you know, we fully understand the virus or whether or not initially when we talked about it many months ago, we didn't understand its full implications. We're all learning as we go right here. So these are things that we've thought about, you know, as far as vacation goes. If you have something we didn't mention... Edcot, E-D-C-O-T, is our Facebook group or the WW Review Facebook page uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. Contact us. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. And this is a time where, honestly, this is what Facebook's for. It's for the community to get together and talk and share. This is exactly what it's for. So feel free to join us if you'd like. Anything else, guys? I don't think so. No, I just want, you know, everybody... Do what you feel is best for you and your family. Mm-hmm. Be safe. And, you know, we all just kind of need to take care of each other a little bit better than we have. And I think this is going to, I think this is going to not necessarily force people, but it's going to make people realize that a little more. Don't take things for granted, you know, like your game night, Stacy. That was just fun and let's try it. It was the best, and I think it's going to stick around. Like you said, Peter, let's just take care of each other a little better. You know, mm-hmm. good point. On that note, I'd like to thank you for downloading and listening. Have a great day, everybody. See you, everybody. Bye, everyone. <laughs>